Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website, shrinkthink.com forward slash awesome. Just kidding. (laughs) Forward slash podcast. We've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Hey, thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Disclaimer and newsflash, we are not your therapist. Welcome to the game. We are just educating you and that is it. Do not take what we're saying as a life-changing situation. Please just enjoy the program, sit back, relax, and thank you for being here. Hey, I'm Whitney Owens. If you haven't heard about me, I am the person behind the Wise Practice Podcast, which is part of the Sightcraft Network of Podcasts. I am so proud to be a part of this network, along with Aaron and Nathan, and the good work that they are doing to help people on their journey. If you haven't discovered the Wise Practice Podcast, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join us as we explore how to grow a faith-based practice that brings you the income you need and the lifestyle you want. So be sure to check out the podcast and other helpful information at WhitneyOwens.com. There you will learn more about the Wise Practice community, how to become a member, as well as information on the 2023 Wise Practice Summit, where Aaron and Nathan, along with ShrinkThink, are sponsors. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We are back. And we're back. We're here. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Talking today about energy, not like energy healing or uh, that kind of thing, but the amount of energy that you have and where you are spending it. Kind of like an energy economy. Ooh, that sounds cool. Maybe I should write a book about that. Yep. I don't think there's enough information. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's done that. Maybe before. you should write a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more like it. Maybe just a sentence about it <laughs> right. on a note card and then flash it under the screen. Um, but the, the topic, the idea, I was talking with somebody about um, the amount of energy that they have, and they were talking about some relationship or relationships that they have. And how draining these things were. And we're talking about essentially setting boundaries for themselves and and uh, and not allowing themselves to basically get caught up into the drama or into the chaos or the whatever, just the emotional stuff that's happening with these people, because they were saying, I just don't have the energy for it. And so I, I kind of started talking about this, this topic of or, or this idea that energy is like a finite resource, kind of like money. If you think about it, you've got to budget your money, budget your energy well to make sure that you're giving it to the right places and you don't have all these like automatic expenses that you're like, well, you know, it's my sister or it's my dad. You know, I just always have to like give money to these things like you have no choice, except it's draining you and Mm -hmm. it's like causing you to overspend. You know, you're in energy debt, never recovering from it. So we want to actually talk about what does that look like and then what are some ways that you can look at your budget and spend that energy more wisely so that you have more energy and you feel more, I don't know, alive. It makes me think that we should have brought an Enneagram five in here to interview 
because I feel like fives are professionals at like how much energy is it going to take me to walk out? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, they've like got it down or introverts yeah like they've got it down to like the fraction like the, the pennies you know it's kind of like that's gonna take 14 cents and uh, nope i need to save that <laughs> <laughs> i had a person this last like i don't even remember it was like a long time ago it just comes to this mind last and, decade yeah something something <laughs> like doesn't really matter and they go oh my gosh i had this all planned out because this was going to go really well. And then I was going to have a feeling of euphoria, which meant then the next day, since everything felt so good, I would be able to clean my house. <laughs> and I was like, what you, you planned on your energy? And they're like, yeah, but then it didn't, it wasn't as euphoric. And I'm like, oh, so you didn't clean your house. <laughs> they're like, no, <laughs> at least you're honest about it. Like, Nope. I ran out and I had to conserve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. three weeks later <laughs> right so yeah that's a that's a good example because it's um i guess the first part of it is like okay what what is our energy and and how are, what are some of the ways that we're spending it and then maybe we can look at what are some of the ways that we're spending it not wisely and then ways that we are spending it wisely so like energy it comes from like getting sleep for example if you get certain amounts of sleep that you and your body need then you're going to have more energy if you don't get enough sleep at night or your your sleep habits are inconsistent or maybe you're going to bed too late and uh, not like if you're going to bed at like, you know, one, two, three a.m., which several of my clients um, or their children do that, um, you might still get eight, nine, ten hours of sleep, but you don't have the same amount of energy because you're not going to sleep at the the right time for your circadian rhythms. So, for example, OK, sleep is one of those things. Um, it also comes from the foods you eat. If you're eating the right kinds of foods or healthy foods, if you're eating processed foods or if you're eating lots of junk food or drinking a lot, that's going to impact your the amount of energy income that you're earning. Let's call that right. So you are earning income through sleep, through your diet. Also, exercise is another one of those things where it's like it replenishes or it like doubles your income, your energy income, for example. Mm, does this feel like a gigantic guilt trip to anybody <laughs> out there? <laughs> Is there something you need to confess? <laughs> no, no. I think I confess it by moving around <laughs> visually. <laughs> yeah, by not saying anything and being off camera. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll just have this one, the camera on me right now. All you listeners are like, where's Nate? Uh, we don't know. Watch the video. You're like, he disappeared. He's gone. He's asleep. <laughs> yeah, right. He's trying to do what we're talking about right now. Speaking of which, I need to conserve right now to get through this podcast episode. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to talk in five minutes. So night night. So you can earn income or, or increase the amount of energy that you have by, you know, some of the habits that you have. And we're not we've talked in other episodes about, you know, how you can set boundaries for yourself and pursue your goals and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's January, it's the start of a new year, 2024. So a lot of people are thinking about resolutions or making changes or habits, different habits for themselves. That's another great topic. We're not going to go into that. I just want you to use those tools with the concept in your mind that you've only got certain amounts of energy and you want to try to maximize that income as much as possible so that you can then deal out or spend it as wisely as possible towards the things and in the relationships that are most important to you. Right. So in light of that, it would be, it's like, if you just think of it purely as waking hours, 
of where you're going to be. You're going to be moving around and doing things. It's like what needs to happen today? What do you want to do today? And what to some extent, when you look at it from a standpoint of energy, what's beneficial, like both that has maybe the potential to increase your energy for maybe the later that day or the next day. Um, and what is going to be a drain? What is going to definitely take it? Sometimes the journey to well-being feels overwhelming, but you don't have to walk it alone. Welcome to the Peer Network, where connection meets compassion through telehealth peer support. At the Peer Network, our certified support specialists are more than just trained professionals. They are individuals who have walked their own paths of recovery and resilience. They understand because they've been there. Imagine having someone who listens, relates, and supports you through your unique challenges, whether it's managing stress, navigating life transitions, or fostering mental wellness. Our peer support is here for you. Accessible from the comfort of your own home, our telehealth platform brings you a personalized support experience. It's confidential, flexible, and centered around your needs and schedule. It's time to embrace a new kind of support, one that's rooted in empathy, shared experiences, and the belief that everyone deserves to be heard and understood. Visit thepeernetwork.com today. Begin your journey with a companion who truly gets it. The Peer Network, where every step forward is a step together. So, for example, I think that's a really key point that you said, because you might have to spend a little bit of energy in order to give yourself a lot of energy later on or in order to not, I guess, waste more energy later on. It's kind of like if I do these dishes now, then later on when I get home from work and I'm tired and I don't have any energy left, I'm also then going to have to do the dishes as well as make dinner kind of a thing or, you know, take care of the kids or whatever. And so it's like that energy is better used earlier on, even though you might be, you know, getting up early or um, squeezing it in or just using the energy at all. At one point, it might actually save energy or give you more energy later on when you're going to need it more. What about maybe you should have never done that because then you'll have the energy later. But you won't. (laughs) That's the thing. The energy that you have to do some of these. I think what we're talking about is, is like how much energy is it going to take to do this thing right now at this amount of time? And in some ways, you kind of need to get honest with yourself and get more accurate about the amount of energy that it takes. And I think there are some things that for different people, different tasks take different amounts of energy. Like some people are like, you know what? I don't mind doing the dishes or other people are like, yeah, I don't mind doing the laundry. And other people are like, oh, I hate the dishes. I do them like once a week. And other people are like, oh, I hate the laundry. I do it like once a month or something, you know, and it's like, okay, if it takes you that much energy, then you need to kind of calculate or think about when you have that amount of energy and maybe plan for that. Right. Right. I'm thinking of like, as you're talking, like thinking about moving your body one mile, right? It's going to take the same amount of energy to move your body one mile, whether you jog, run or walk. But when you're putting it into a distance, right, because it just takes a certain amount of energy to do that. So then the question becomes, well, um, you can get yourself a little more cardiovascularly like bolstered if you ran it than if you walked it. It would be, but also you could say if you ran it too fast, then you might be ta- overtaxing yourself, right, and spending 
you're not getting the, all the benefits. Maybe you're wearing yourself out. You're, so, you're or so, injuring yourself. Or injuring yourself. It's sort of like this, you know, that peak, um, the, uh, not the point Parabola. of no return. Not the point of no return, but it's the maximum benefit where you've oh, you've yeah. surpassed the peak of maximum benefit. And now you're sort of sliding down the, the hill toward you're losing some of that benefit. So it's just keeping in mind, like, yeah, how much benefit can I get from this and how can I not go overboard with that? Right. So for some of you out there taking that example, it might be more like as you're getting into your routine or whatever, it might be better for you. Maybe you. Maybe you need to spend also some energy thinking about something and you need to process something. So maybe you walk the mile and you're getting the benefit of the exercise, but you're also expending energy in your thinking. And then maybe some of you like you feel like, oh, I don't really have time to do that. I still need to bolster myself, but I don't have time to just do a walk. So I need to do this quicker for these other things that are going on, which I've had this question since the beginning and I've been trying to avoid it because I'm not sure if they'll, <laughs> they'll throw things off, but the energy seems to have a direct relationship with time. Cause on my way in, I was thinking, which is a, maybe another episode, uh, this idea that you are worth your time. Like basically this whole idea with time is that you're selling it all the time. That's what you're, you're doing. Give, exactly. You you're are, giving away yourself, your energy in time, within time as the clock is tick tick ticking you're like losing money or losing energy or giving it away to something right and so you want to be mindful of what am i giving it to and is this the the best thing for me or is the best thing for me right now my my gut tells me that time's relationship to energy is just more the structure from which energy hangs the idea of like well this is the 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 stuff that's happening inside of it but i think it is a factor because you're you're moving down the road of your day trying to figure out um, what different times of the day are going to de- are having different demands. Yeah. So here's an interesting example. I've got one client we that I've worked with for a number of years and he and I have talked about working out and I've since changed this. But for the longest time, I would get up in the morning, get up early and I would get my workout in early before the day has started because I didn't have enough energy later on in the day. And he was telling me he's the exact opposite. He's like, oh, man, I've tried that. I just can't do it. I can't get up and exercise. Yeah, you're the same. You're not in your head the same way. And he said, you know, it doesn't give me the same benefit. But if I do it after work, if I do it in the afternoon or early evening before dinner, then I've got the energy and it's it motivates me and I, I can get all these other things done around the house or whatever. And so for for different people, different times of the day, the same activity, right? We could do the literally, you know, walk a mile or jog a mile, the same speed, the same distance, but the different time of day for you is more beneficial than it is for me. And that's okay. But you got to know that for yourself. Yeah. And that, that kind of highlights why we're even talking about this because you have to be, it it would be wise for you to take, take kind of take stock of your average day and notice um, when you probably are most, the, the most effective kind of no matter what, no matter what the the deal is for you, meaning no matter what you're doing. Um, and my hunch is it's going to come. Um, you probably are doing something that you want to do during that time. You probably are something that you look forward to in your day and whatever that, cause you, you want to do it every day. You'll create time for it. And that would mean, okay. So if that's, if that's your time, um, if that's your, where your energy level works the best, 
meaning like you're starting at that point, then you got to think, okay, well, how is there other things like not that you want? I'm trying to avoid saying don't do that anymore. Don't do what you want. I'm not going down that road. You put a limit around it, though. Yeah. Do it for a certain period of time. Well, and the whole point I think I'm trying to make right now is you you need to understand how your energy is working during that time. It's the point at which you need to investigate where you start going, okay, so apparently I might have the best resource of energy at that point, or at least I have, I know I do have some. So how does that work? How long does it happen? Mm -hmm. Um, What gives me energy right before that? How, why is it happening at that point in the day? And what am I doing during that time period to kind of maximize that time? If that's when I have the most amount of energy, is that when I'm doing the least amount? And so maybe I'm not actually maximizing that time right of my most energy peak where it's like oh i just feel great i feel energized i feel motivated but i'm not really doing as much maybe i need to put more things in my more tasks during that time period to utilize or to take advantage of that energy that's that's present during that time yeah i think of like uh, investing in the stock market if like you're looking at the exact right time to buy in and it's going to cost you something but what you're doing is betting on the fact that like, OK, this stock's going to go up. It's I need to wait and I need to like, oh, this is the time it does it. Let's go. There are certain times of the year, by the way, that I'm, I play with stocks a little bit. There are certain times of the year and even times of the month that stocks will have more of a tendency to do to do better, depending on the kind of stock they are. And so, yeah, you it's it's, it's there's a lot of comparables to this as, as far as that goes, the more I'm thinking about it, because it is a bit of a sacrifice. If you could partner with your energy expenditure that you would be creating more energy or something for yourself later, it would make a lot of sense to do it at that point. Exercise is kind of a great example because becoming stronger for something that you're going to do later, you're going to build into that, but it's definitely going to cost you up front. Right. Like I am that person. I tried five times a, a week for five weeks to do morning workouts before work like it i mean i it never did anything for me it just didn't but i can i dude i could work out at 11 p.m at night and and crush it and and the thing of it is my life now doesn't with the family and all that kind of stuff there's no way i'm doing that 11 o'clock work it's not happening so i have to figure out like okay where's my plan b because life is life you know like you have to figure this stuff out i'm actually entertaining doing it more in the morning, but just not as early in the morning as I was doing it before, because I know that does not work. But it's the idea of this energy thing like we're talking about. So I want to take the last um, little bit of this episode also then to talk about, okay, so you've taken some stock of your energy, where it's going. Specifically, where are you wasting energy? So there are, um, I've seen a bunch of these things on Instagram. Um, I, I love these. I think Lewis Howes has said, Uh, stuff like this on his Instagram. He's got the School of Greatness um, podcast or whatever. And we've mentioned Young Pueblo um, talks about this kind of stuff. And it's this idea that uh, pay attention to the people, the relationships who are essentially um, stealing your energy, where you're giving energy to them and it feels like a drain. And that's not to say that those people are bad or we're not making them out to be evil no, that um, means I need to quit my job. It, <laughs> it might mean that you make a change. Yeah, there, I mean, I'm not going to get into that too much because that's a really complicated issue. Right. And many of our clients come to us and have that same thing. 
And maybe it's not as easy as I just need to go get a different job. Um, but maybe that is something you need to consider doing. But um, the idea here we want to focus on is what am I doing that is giving energy? Am I expecting something from this person and they don't deliver? And so then I feel disappointed or even hurt that I didn't get a, a response. That was a waste of energy, let's say. And I'm not saying that that person doesn't deserve it. Or again, we're not trying to personalize it to anybody. We're just simply saying I'm doing something that's costing me something that's not worth it. And so maybe instead of giving that energy in that way, I need to adjust my expectations. I need to say, OK, well, I can't expect this person to respond the way that I want them to. So if I just that adjust that down, I'm not giving out so much energy. So then when they don't respond the way I want or need them to respond, it's not wasting as much energy. I've now conserved or I saved some energy. It's like I clipped a coupon. <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh, this is great. I got a I discount. Ooh, this is fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Clipped a coupon like, oh, sweet. 50% off this energy situation. <laughs> it's true. And then you go on your th with your day and you notice it, especially if it's an ongoing relationship that you encounter again and again, you know, like Lumberg at the office or uh, a family member or whatever. You realize, oh, man, wow, that didn't that didn't cost me as much. I'm not as drained after talking with that person because I've conserved some of that energy. So you've protected yourself and your energy wisely. Right. It makes sense because what's happening in those moments is you could just be doing the exact same thing, spending the exact same energy and getting nowhere. So you just don't. And that's the places like it might not be in a relationship. It might be in habits that you that you have where it, when you look at him, it's like, what, why am I even doing this? I, you know, like it's not actually helping that kind of gets into the whole background of IFS of like a, when a part of you, um, thinks it has to do this thing, you know, whatever it is. So anyway, not to get sidetracked with that, but you would want to spend probably some time like thinking about that going like, why, what is going on with this? Why do I need to do that? Do you even need to do that? You probably, you probably don't. Um, when it comes to some of that stuff, or it's just not wise, like you, like what you were saying there, it just doesn't make any sense to keep doing it. So if something is beneficial for you and it's going to add to it, I think that's a no brainer. Like and that, anyway. Yeah. And you want to do more of that and specifically thinking about the activities and the people, the relationships in your life that feed that, right? So surrounding yourself with people who, um, duplicate your energy, who match your energy, who, um, take your energy and double it and then give it back. Right. And you're like, wow, I just spent, you know, a half an hour with this person and I feel so much more alive or I feel energized or whatever. Surround yourself with people and relationships like that, which is not to say that don't have relationships with people who, you know, might take some from your energy because there is a benefit to being a resource and a support for people who do maybe just take and take energy from you. Because maybe it's part of your values or your mission in life to, you know, to love and support those people. That's totally fine. But just be mindful of how much energy you're giving and how often you're giving that and make sure you're protecting that and budgeting that wisely. It's interesting because it's like a different it's a different way to look at a lot of things. It's just a different way to look at it. Looking at the raw connection, you know, between the actual energy it takes to do something. You know, we've we've talked about like boundaries and stuff before it's and all this stuff overlaps yeah and and this would be specifically just boundaries for yourself it's like saying no i'm not gonna allow myself to think those thoughts because that drains my energy I, I when i ruminate you know or i obsess about something i'm draining my energy 
or no, I'm not going to stay up that late or watch another episode because then I'm draining my own energy or no, I'm not going to going to get in into that argument or that conversation. I'm no, I'm not going to defend myself or I'm not going to avoid this thing because that's going to drain my energy. So it's setting boundaries for myself, saying no to certain things and then saying, you know, maybe I yes, I need to do these things that are going to give me more energy. So it's it's looking at that economy within yourself and choosing more wisely. This is a great time of year and it's always a good thing to reevaluate your energy usage and your budgeting and see where is my budget at, right? Because as life goes on, we we stray from our budget. So we just need to revisit that energy budget and make sure that we're choosing wisely in accordance and in alignment with our values. In the end, it kind of is what it is. You just have to agree. I mean, energy is a finite resource. It's not going to change like in the sense of if you keep doing things the same way, it's just going to feel this way. So just look at it, agree with it, make your decision and have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 